재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? For our economic focus tonight, South Korea's shipping industry, it was the pride of the nation, really playing a key role in the country's rapid growth during the industrialization period, home to four of the five largest shipbuilding companies in the world dominating the global market. In recent months, though, the industry has run aground in the face of slowing global demand, plunging oil prices, stiffening competition from China, really a perfect storm of events that the government is now uh, stepping in to restructure some of these ailing firms. That could, though, unfortunately result in uh, massive layoffs. So to help us understand the situation better and uh, to perhaps uh, get some recommendations on how to right the ship, so to speak, pun intended, give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message by adding TBS CFM as a plus friend. Joining us here in the studio, our good friend from Catholic University of Korea, economics professor Yang Jun Suk. Professor Yang, thank you very much for joining us. Happy to be here. We're going to talk a lot about, of course, the background of all of this. But first, uh, the announcement by the government on how they plan to restructure these uh, shipbuilding companies. Uh, Can you just give us a brief rundown of what they plan to do? Okay. Well, they announced a uh, major restructuring program yesterday. And basically, they said that they're going to go with the three-tier program. Uh, I think the title that they uh, use are very unfortunate. Uh, but uh, the most serious uh, industries in pro- uh, trouble right now will be deemed cyclically sensitive industries. Mm-hmm. And those include the shipbuilding and shipping industries. And then there's large corporate groups and individual firms classification where they'll look at the uh, credit risk for each individual firms and restructure as necessary. And then third is what they call excess supply industries, which is really a uh, cyclically sensitive uh, component uh, where the current recession has uh, made oversupply of their uh, goods. Uh, so industries such as steel and petrochemicals are classified there. Now, for shipping, for uh, shipbuilding industries, those were classified as the most serious tier one case. And what the government said was that they, uh, they already have a coordination committee. And that committee will take a look at their, uh, each uh, firm's rescue plans, and they'll uh, evaluate them, give them basic directions on where to go, approve the plans, uh, tell them to uh, take more actions if necessary. And then what the government would do is either directly through the uh, assistance to the bond market or indirectly through capitalizing the banks, which are leading the workout process, uh, provide funds. And then either directly through uh, the component of this program or indirectly through uh, central government or regional welfare plans uh, to help the uh, possibly displaced labor. Mm. Uh, And also, uh, they would uh, 
continually monitor the process. So, uh, so basically, right now, what they would, what they're basically saying is that for these industries, they will approve the plans and then assist them as much as possible. Essentially, Professor, what went wrong? I mean, it just seems like uh, the industry and these companies fell off a cliff. Is this similar to, let's say, agriculture or services in Korea where you go, well, they're just inherently not competitive because these were the the elites in the world. They were number one. Um, is it a perfect storm, as I mentioned? Is it purely external factors or were there something in play here internally? Actually, both. That's okay. why I think perfect storm is a good explanation for what happened. Obviously, one component is the reduced demand from the global financial crisis and low oil prices. But the second component is that, well, Korea became some of the, uh, the uh, largest producer in the world because they had relatively low costs. And now we have lower cost uh, followers in uh, China and elsewhere, which are catching up to Korea. And uh, I think those two factors, as well as sort of the over-ambitious plans of some of these uh, shipbuilding uh, companies, uh, for example, uh, offshore uh, platforms, uh, oil rigs, uh, they wanted to get into this area as sort of the hope for the future, the uh, next big thing that they can go into. But from the reports that I hear, they weren't really prepared for it. They didn't have the technology. They certainly didn't have the experience. So, uh, And they bid too low in order to get the contracts. So now they're stuck with projects that they cannot finish and they're not getting paid for it. When you talk about that sort of, uh, I guess, race to the bottom or at least the, the pressure they're getting from the lower end of the market, let's say the Chinese competitors outbidding them for a lot of these and just not being cost competitive, moving up the value chains, that's what people say, right? The succeeding through innovation, you mentioned it briefly. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a different thing, but they're not necessarily in the class where they can go build Nautilus-class uh, uh, air, <laughs> air carriers. But uh, can they actually focus on that and have there been successes along the way so Okay, a couple of these smaller companies, well, they are in uh, some trouble, but they're not as big in a big of a problem as the larger companies that we hear about on the uh, news. And they've been doing fairly well because they've actually did move up to uh, up through the uh, value chain. They uh, produced more specialized uh, boats, uh, ships. Um, but one problem is that if you move up the value chain, especially for these larger companies, which are in serious problem right now, it's not likely that they'll remain the largest shipbuilders mm. because you'll be getting more specialized. Big fish in a small pond compared to, I guess, little fish in a big exactly. pond. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, if you want to go move into the uh, larger value-added uh, areas, then you're probably going to have to specialize. And some of these big companies are used to just general uh, work. So there's going... it. There's going to have to be need for restructuring, but uh, it's going to be something major and not all the jobs or the scale will survive. Now, they have to go through this painful process, it, it appears, and we're going to talk later about the economic effects of that and, of course, uh, uh, the, the fear of these uh, looming massive layoffs. But is there a quick panacea at work? I mean, again, this is an external factor, but let's say um, something dramatic happens. Saudi Arabia says we're going to cut supply by half or something, and we see crude oil prices rebound. Would that act as a panacea? Would that sort of kind of 
be a solution or would that just be sort of a temporary fix? It'll be a temporary fix. I mean, uh, if the uh, suddenly, say, the oil tanker demand goes up, that will certainly help the uh, larger companies weather the process for a few years. But uh, the cost competitiveness factor is probably going to play it, uh, in the long run. So we're still going to have to compete with lower uh, priced uh, Chinese vehicles. In in your view, then, uh, regardless of a rebound in oil prices, regardless of an improvement in the uh, global economy and an uptick in demand for things like oil tankers, they will in your view, have to go through this process, and they will. Yeah, I mean, think about, say, Britain. They used to be the largest shipbuilding uh, nation in the world, and we overtook them. And right now, they're, ev- they're suffering problems from uh, the, sh- uh, the uh, uh, disappearance of the shipbuilding industry even now. Uh, so uh, it's going to be, we're going to have to go through this process. It's just that if we have higher demand, it'll give us more time to adjust. We're going to take a short break. Uh, We're going to continue this discussion on South Korea's shipbuilding industry uh, in crisis, what the government's trying to do to save it, what the economic effects of this will be. Uh, All of these issues we'll try to suss through. We're also going to be joined by our friend uh, Professor Song Se-ryan from Kyunghee University and get his thoughts on all of this. Needless to say, it's a major factor, and even if you're not involved in shipbuilding because of the fact that uh, there certainly would be an outsized economic effect uh, here in the country. So give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message. We'll take a short break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.